When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This week on the JBTV podcast, a new band that's really been around and they were discovered in all kinds of different places, but the best place is in your head listening to their music because they are so good. They're so inspirational. Right now, they're saving lives at this very moment, taking people from the lowest lows to the highest highs. And uh, it, it's an important thing you're doing. It's a pleasure having you guys here at JBTV. Thank you so much. Uh, thank for you. Us. It's an honor. Welcome to the JBTV Podcast. Each and every show is dedicated to great music lovers. And on this edition of our JBTV Podcast, we are featuring a brand new band. Are you ready? The podcast starts right here, right now. New music now. So welcome to JBTV. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much for having us. Yeah, it's a pleasure having such big stars because, uh, you know, you guys were discovered, what, on that X Factor show or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. X Factor 2012. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah, and I remember watching uh, the clip of that. You sure you want to do an original song? I'm absolutely sure. You I sure? They were really trying to freak us out, I think, and they were like, I think they get a lot of people that try to do their own songs, and their own songs are not great because <laughs> I, I, honestly when you first start out like the songs you write are usually not great i mean i, I personally have written some terrible songs yeah <laughs> I, the early yeah the early stuff like from back in the day you don't want to hear that so some of it's good some of it is yeah. terrible and oh wait I, they're all gonna be hits now watch out no, <laughs> i hope so that'd be awesome but yeah i get what they're going for but yeah i think they really hype it up for the tv too yeah and they want to cause drama and stuff, yeah, you know. Exactly. But you weren't going to have any part of it. No. Nope. Was that your first big TV thing? So no, actually, we were. We had auditioned for America's Got Talent and uh, failed miserably. And uh, Howard Stern told us to quit music, and uh, it was a big, uh, big, big setback. Setback big. for us. That was like a year prior, right? To that. Yeah, that's. There. We didn't want to do X Factor after that because. Yeah. We were like, no, that was like the worst thing ever. Yeah, so it was a weird, weird thing shows. where we tried out for America's Got Talent, failed miserably. Uh, that didn't air at all, thank God, because it was horrible. <laughs> but uh, It was because you did a cover song, right? It actually <laughs> was, yeah. yeah it did. was. We did a cover of Maroon 5's This Love, yeah. which is funny because we then, then did a YouTube cover of it, which got X Factor's attention, and they reached out to us, and we were like, will you guys come on the X Factor? You can just go straight on stage and go in front of Simon Cowell and stuff. Um, but we actually had five band members at the time, and they asked for just the three of us. Um, and well, that's good because now the name works perfectly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we were still like, we had just gotten the name too, so it worked out really well. Good, good. Because, uh, you know, but to do that, now you started out playing underneath a, a pier or something, doing like... You know, yeah, yeah, we we, were, we need uh, you know, give us a couple of bucks and we'll play a song. <laughs> yeah, some panhandling. Drew was doing quite a bit of that when we were in Huntington Beach. Oh yeah, it was fun. We just go hang out by the beach, talk to girls, play songs. Yeah. You know, dude, it was a great a great adventure starter. We would end up yeah, like drinking with them and partying the rest of the night and meeting girls and 
It was, it was fun. Yeah. All the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. No COVID. You didn't have to wear a mask. You oh, just yeah, no. Free love, whatever's going on. You know? <laughs> free love, baby. Yeah, that's like. Summer yeah. of love. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, those are the times you sort of remember that make you guys, you know, because you got to win over people that could care less as they're walking by. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. And that's like, that's hard to do. I mean, it's it's pretty rough. Like, people don't give you the time of day and like. It's uh yeah. It's it not actually easy. makes playing like shows in front of fans easy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome once you get a crowd of people who already know your songs and are there for you. It's such like an and you've an been awesome playing experience. some big crowds after the uh, after you got discovered with that X show. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. been great. So how was that first experience in front of a gigantic crowd? Let's see. Like the first, pretty overwhelming. Yeah, Drew was like singing like an octave higher than he's. I was just yelling into the mic. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of yelling. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it was it was crazy. It's so fun. Yeah, this the rush from that is just nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's you know that's the experience, and you've toured with some really big bands now too. Mm -hmm. And you find out you think these big stars are going to have egos or whatever. They were pretty good, right? Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Ed Sheeran, all the people we've we've toured with or met in passing, like they're all amazing. I think that's like key to you know making it in this business is like there's just no time for bullshit or or being an asshole. You know, like it just like you can't. We're going to get around so fast. Yeah, it gets around so quick and no one's going to deal with it. It's like. Yeah. Well, you know, the old days, the bands could like destroy their rooms and and stuff. It's not like that. And they thought that was cool. Like people would be like, dude, yeah, they trashed the room. They almost liked it. Now, if you do that, they're like, you're never playing at this venue ever again. Yeah, Yeah. you won't get it. And I'm telling all the promoters I know that you guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. We actually had a food fight in one of ours once and we got reamed out. Oh, wow. And you had to pay for it too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Big that food fight uh, with $20 worth of food honestly, cost you $5,000 <laughs> yeah, in yeah. cleanup. Oh, honestly, <laughs> though, it was pretty It fun. was pretty worth it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was we had a Nerf awesome. war. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, but now, have you been documenting all your stuff as you go? Has, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually uploading like 400 videos just from this tour, and it's taken two days. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We have Isn't it amazing how when you shoot high quality 4k footage how it takes up so oh, much yeah. space uh, yeah you obviously know with your stuff. oh my god yes just for i'm gonna have to get more too i mean I i'm running out already yeah i have over a petabyte of storage here and i don't and then i've got a thousand maybe, terabytes hundred terabytes i don't i don't have a clue i mean i think it's i think it's a thousand terabytes it's quite a I bit all i know yeah. is i'm transferring some files now and it says like three days yeah yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And you go, well, I need them like now. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> well, and we have like hotspot Wi Fi in the van. So it was like, it really took two days. Like when it's, it started out, it was like six days or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And then it's still going. It's been two days. Wow. See, that's the stuff that, you know. And you've been doing some high quality videos too. You haven't been just throwing stuff together with random footage and right. everything. Yeah. yeah. We have a tour photographer slash, uh, video person on on the tour so it's been really cool well that's good yeah Yeah. so every little moment see you're getting uh, documented yeah it's it's important because i Mm -hmm. I mean everything goes so fast when you're on tour too like uh it's really easy to miss things and it's just like you're doing everything and then you're on stage and then you're off stage and then you're in the next city and then you're doing it again and it's just it's so fast it's a perfect way to look back i mean the stuff that we filmed you know, over the last like five, six years, we still look back at those videos and it's just like, wow, you get to relive it. Even just for like sentimental purposes, uh-huh. you know, you're like, damn, I mean, we'll that be, was awesome. Yeah, 50 years old, hopefully still be able to see those on YouTube and whatever, yeah. you know. And of course, for the fans that can't, you know, come out, whether they can't because of COVID or whatever it is going on, like they'll get to, you know, experience a little bit on online. And we're actually doing a live stream concert after this for any of the fans that couldn't come out. Um, mm-hmm. it'll be with a company called no cap. Uh, we actually did it at the Roxy. It's, it's going to be really cool. So yeah. we're excited. That's a it. historical venue for us. Cause that was actually the first show that we played after X factor was at yeah. the Roxy in LA yeah. and Legendary. it was epic. It yeah. Was, yeah. It was, we sold it out in less than 30 seconds. Like it went live and then it was done and no tickets were allowed and people were like refreshing. Like what, what? It was <laughs> yeah. so cool. 
Well, that's good. That shows that your music is catching on and it's changing people's lives. Has have people come up to you now and said your song? Oh yeah, was oh, effect- yeah. did something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we have everything, bands yeah. with lyrics tattooed on them, like you know, dozens of so situations many. Actually, like we just that. Did another- and- this tour we just had yeah. somebody write out a tattoo for herself and she got it she yeah got I've, had, right on her. I've had so many people come up on this tour especially and just been like your music has really helped me through some dark times and and you know this past year has been really really rough and just it's been really great to have your music so oh my gosh that's yeah. like the biggest honor this one ever. this one girl who came to our meet and greet on this tour told me a whole story about how it's just completely made her like grow and come out of her shell and change as a person completely actually she was like shy and struggling with anxiety and now she's graduated college and got her dream job Ooh. and everything literally because of our songs and our just like mentality of life yeah that's so cool i love that yeah now before the pandemic you had your tour planned oh yeah you had all this excitement so you're getting all excited for it you're doing your rehearsals and all this yeah, yeah. and then Everything gets canceled. Yeah. That must have been like... Luckily, it was like yeah. two weeks, three weeks before we announced it. That yeah. if we, it would have been a really big bummer if we had announced it. But uh, I think on the bright side of that, we didn't have a lot of music written and recorded yet. Yeah, we yeah. just had a couple songs. And then, so once the tour was canceled, we were like, let's just go in the studio, hang out, write, see what happens. And so now we have like a full length album's worth of music that we're putting together and, and getting going. So um, it wasn't totally bad. And now it's been great to come back out and do this, this little tour we're on now to, to get back into the groove and then, you know, keep it going from here. Yeah. I know time in, after 37 years, I can't uh, remember some of the bands <laughs> I've done. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I can't remember all anything. of people is just so impressive. Well, we've like, had wow. uh, some of the, biggest and best and I, I like getting the bands at the beginning you yeah, know yeah, because yeah. it means so much then to right. them you of know because course. you can have all the great music and until you were discovered right you were just doing great music right yeah. Yeah. and then to the, the, be able to get it out there and there's so many frustrated musicians oh my god that are throughout the entire world that are just like sitting there going I have this music, but I have to do my nine to five job. Right. Uh, of course. You yeah. know? I feel for them. We we were there early in, early on. What odd jobs was, did you guys have before all the stardom? Me Drew were telemarketers for a little bit. He was working at Subway. Dishwashers. <laughs> uh, I, I was young enough. I was still in school, so I never had I never had to get a job. But. My greatest regular job was guitar teching for a local bar oh yeah oh, wow right. so i would set up all the gear for people the bands that would come in and play throughout the- is that the bar you ended up singing at yeah i ended up then being the lead singer of a cover band called the thugs at this they were bar sick. yeah it was and pretty crazy it was like a 90s rock 90s cover. tribute yeah. band yeah. it's like rage against the machine Freaking. See, that shows your musical influences because uh, you guys are taking the best of all the different genres and mixing them all together. Yes. And it uh, is so exciting because right now, in this time, mm-hmm. uh, that's the way music is perfect. You right. know? Yeah. Because yeah. people never really had... It used to be you had to be this format. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the genre thing has just kind of gone out the window. It's, it's yeah. kind of just whatever feels good i think it's really cool when you get multiple people together in a band setting because each individual person has their own style of music that they gravitate towards or whatever so yeah when you get everyone together and on the same page it can create something completely new that um you might not have heard before in that you know specific way so so that's amazing now you one of your first singles was chloe oh yeah Was that a real girl that uh, you knew or? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. It was pretty much about the Kardashians. Have you ever heard of Khloe Kardashian? <laughs> yeah. No, is that some? Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we tried to Are say it, we tried to say it wasn't about that because we thought it was too cheesy at the time, but it pretty much was. Uh-huh. We didn't want it to be so tied to that too because I feel like, you know, we we didn't want it to be like locked into like just being about Khloe Kardashian. Probably you know? should have just owned it. Yeah. Like- yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, it just, it literally is. Yeah. Well, it's good to have mystery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, that's probably better because otherwise, you know, now they'll still be talking about it. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Actually, uh, what was it, E! News or someone? Like some, one of, one of the press Didn't outlets. Kim Kardashian 
Instagram posted or something? Yeah, yeah. No, they oh, yeah. just recently, during COVID, posted a clip with Chloe and doing some drama for their new series season. And it had Chloe, our song, playing in the background. Yeah. And they got like, I don't even know how many, hundred, like million, actually it was millions of streams. It was That's so wow. funny. I love that. It's so exciting to see the numbers go up like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm on the opposite end of the numbers. I don't, we don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you know about JBTV. Have you heard about our show before? Or? I actually haven't. Yeah. No, no, this I is ha- our yeah. first time hearing yeah. about it. But. Yeah, we were, uh, I mean, for 37 years, I've been doing it and yeah, helping yes. all the bands, like, you know, Smashing Pumpkins. And, yeah, oh, hell yeah. You know, That's we had awesome. the Ramones on, Joey Ramone. What the heck, uh, yeah. Bro. Wow. He yeah. sounded so much. Talk about Howard Stern, who yeah. uh, dissed you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, what does he know? He only yeah. makes $100 million a year. Right. But, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, screw that guy. <laughs> yeah, because at the time, uh, Joey Ramone and Howard Stern sounded so much alike. Right, yeah. You know, I told uh, Joey, so you know, Howard stole your whole stick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you're in New York a lot, have you been on Howard Stern's show? Yeah, but not recently, you uh, know. Yeah, but... Because, well, yeah. you know, I got to say, I think he stole some of your techniques. He, he ripped me off. He, he ripped, really did. He did. He ripped me off, and I'm, I'm going to sue him for big bucks. Because, uh-huh. you know, he always says how everybody else rips him off. Right. And, you know, after listening to you over the years now, and I go, you know, the whole thing came from you, so. I know. I, I mean, I think I have a case here, and uh, uh-huh. I'm suing him for every dime he's got. Mm-hmm. He's been ripping me off for too many years now, and I'm sick of it. I've had enough. I agree. I wash my hands of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he even took your idea of running for the governor or something, didn't I he? I know. What is this? What's this world coming to? Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. He sounded so much. Talk about Howard Stern, who yeah. uh, dissed you guys. Yeah, yeah, he really did. I think more than, like, upset at us, he was he was disappointed. Yeah. Because he, he saw the potential. And it really wasn't even our fault. It was the sound technicians didn't know how to capture, like... They weren't prepared for we had a the whole band setup. setup. Yeah. We had we didn't even have a real drummer. We had a, a guy who did percussion, and he had like tambourine on his foot. Uh, uh-huh. They had none of the right equipment, so it just this drummer he couldn't hear like us at all. And then he lost timing, and then Howard was just like, "That sucked." I totally went out on a limb and flew you guys to St. Louis because I believed in you, and I was losing sleep over you guys, and you just blew it. And we're like, dude, we actually are good. Yeah. We just literally cannot hear one another at all. Yeah, yeah America's Got Talent is definitely not set up for musicians. No, at no. All. The, t- the technical side is... Honestly, I'm glad that that situation worked out. America's Got Talent's kind of wonky anyway with it's like, for like freaking juggling and like <laughs> yeah, it's, a talent, it's a talent show it's not yeah, just yeah. for musicians so yeah. like the old Ed Sullivan show which yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. you remember of, is, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. that's what like Beatles blew up on right yeah, yeah. Well, uh, a lot I mean yeah well, uh, well, that was the thing on Sunday Elvis. nights. You yeah, know, yeah. back then, you know, I grew up in the fifties. I'm an old man, you know. But uh, literally, people would watch TV just to see that, and everybody would like Saturday nights because uh, Saturday Night Live and all these different programs that weren't repeated, like Seinfeld and all this stuff. It wasn't like it is now, where it's like on all the time. Of course, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they played it. Yeah, appointment television. Yeah, yeah. So, how was it when you first heard your stuff on the radio? Oh, it was crazy. I think we were in a we were in a Sprinter van. Yeah, we were in a van, and it was like, "Blade the WXYZ two three five and we got Emblem three new single, Chloe. We're like, "Woo!" Yeah, it was crazy. Did you like stop in the middle of the street and turn it up loud? Yeah, pretty much. We were just jumping around in the van. That van was like rocking. Someone else was driving. Crazy teenagers. See that that shows, and that's right then you go. We've made it, right? Yeah, yeah. You've been on all these big TV things, and the radio really helps. It's crazy how much uh, radio's still going and it's still alive. Um, Everyone wants to say that, like, oh, it's dead and streaming's taking over, but like, people still find their music from the radio. I whenever I get in my car, sometimes I'll plug in my phone and go to Spotify or whatever, but a lot of times I'll just leave it on, you know, rock radio or whatever's going yeah. and i just listen to that because i like yeah. to hear what's what's new yeah. if you can get on top 40 
you're pretty much huge. That's super yeah. validating. Yeah. I think the biggest problem with radio is they consolidated all these radio stations. Yeah. So you've got like Orion Seacrest that's on a hundred stations. So yeah. you go from city to city. The but in the early thing. days of radio or the, you know, the, even the more adventurous stations, yeah. you could hear the, the feel for the city. Right. You'd hear local bands. Yeah. You know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so important to everybody. Yeah. You know, because yeah. Well, it developed like, talent. Yeah, yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, they just they consolidated it. There's like people that own, you know, like you said, hundreds of channels that, yeah, yeah, and they all broadcast similar, same stuff. Yeah, I like a, I think K Rock in LA does it where they do like a, a local hour every week. And that's, cool. uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I like to listen to that, that kind of stuff. Oh, you were on the Ryan Seacrest show, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you did a performance in, in the small studio. Yeah. We did, yeah. yeah. That was fun. On air with Ryan. Is that a Detroit Rock City, the movie where they like hijack the radio station until they like play their the band's record and they end up, <laughs> yeah. they end up yeah, blowing yeah. up from that and like the girl they get a whole dude, that's crowd. so dope maybe we need to do that <laughs> we need to do a stunt like that, that bro yeah. well that could be your next video <laughs> Wait, that's actually yo that's actually a great freaking idea that's a really cool music video you know we're sick of this Wait. uh we've been on spotify <laughs> Wait, we're on what? Sirius what we're xm and all these different platforms but yeah. we want a radio station yeah Wait, yeah that's Just take it so over. cool let's Except do they that. do it with actual guns well, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that. That's, 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 that's way too intense. That's a little extreme. Emblem 3 was murdered today. <laughs> <laughs> the police oh, took yeah, over. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Same. SWAT team. Ended in a shootout. No, no, no. That's, Stop that's, with the cops, bro. Oh, my God. We'd make a cool music video, though. That would be <laughs> a great music video. Yeah. And then the crowd, like, forms Or what outside. is it? What's the other one? Like, uh, Tower Records, that movie, where they, like, just throw down. It's like a bunch of people that work at a, tower, uh, a record store, and they just have a crazy adventure that would be a great theme for a music video too just like what's like what's the the, plot yeah i don't know it could just be us in an old old vintage record store just partying well because having a concert the people at these record stores the employees back in the day knew the music right and they would see like, oh, you got you're interested in this. Well, here, why don't you look at this? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. They would actually and shop it to you. They would put it on in the store so you could hear yeah, it. Yeah, and that's so cool. I wish that that had still happened, uh, man. Yeah, our, well, our everything dad, old is coming back. So right. exactly. Yeah, our we, dad actually worked. At yeah, our, our dad worked at Atari Records. Oh, uh, really? Back in the day, yeah. He's a film composer now, but when he was like our age, he was in Atari Records out in LA. Uh, like, so when did you first get into music? We, I mean, we've been doing it since we were little kids. I mean, we started our first band between the three of us when we were like, I was nine years old, I think, and I was playing bass, and like, he was yeah. like 13, 12. <laughs> and, I was uh, 11 or 12. I was, yeah. I was 11. And we went through like a thousand different band names, different kinds of music. I wasn't in it for well, a yeah, while. Yeah, at one point we're Icon 5. He was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He went solo for a minute when he was like 16. So we've been through a lot of crazy, crazy shit. And then ended in Emblem 3, you know, 2012. Wow. Where'd, where'd you come something. up with that? Just because of the three of you and you got rid of the other guys? <laughs> uh, I mean, we were playing Xbox. We played a really bad show. Yes. And then the worst show was like, you guys ever. suck. I, I actually, I, I wa- went to the show and I, I walked out because he they refused did a show. to be in the band because he knew already we sucked. Yeah, they and were so bad. We kicked out our other performer because he was like super high on multiple things yeah. Yeah, yeah. and like just terrible performance and i was just blatantly real with them and said that was the worst we performance knew. i've ever seen and they knew it and our like parents walked up to us after and just shook their head like, <laughs> it was right like, we're was not wrong. really supporting you guys anymore yeah and then so we went back with our tails between our legs and we're like all right dude this is serious we just failed in front of everyone that believes in us uh, big time and uh all right we need a rebrand we're kicking out this guy um and we need something new. We need like an icon. So something that's like a, an emblem. And then he wrote emblem on the the wall. Yeah. And we're like, and he's whoa. like, wait, what if that's just a band name? And that looks really cool because like, I don't know, the, the way the letters are, it's like you got two M's, you got yeah, two kind E's. Yeah, the three E's. Oh, and then and you then, throw the three oh, yeah, at the other side and it's like... Emblem was yeah. Already yeah, just Emblem was taken. We looked it up immediately and it was like some, Just about all the good names are taken. Yeah. Yeah. It was a publishing company like we called Emblem Music. We probably could have gotten away with it, but like Yeah, but if you, you blow up, I mean, y'all heard of the story with One Direction. They had to pay a million dollars to that one group 
because that really? was someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to buy out the What? Then... That's the thing. You get a hit song, and then those people start emailing you like, "Hey, you have to take down that because that's our." Where everybody comes out of the woodwork. Yeah, yeah. this exactly. one song yeah. that you did. We, I wrote that. You know, oh my years god, ago. we had a friend. <laughs> Dude, we, we, had a, we have a friend who just like he's Dude, a goes around our hometown liar. and like tells everyone like i wrote that they stole that from me and we're like dude no you fucking didn't he wasn't even you in the same did state it. as us like you definitely did it and dude but he's a compulsive liar he, he used to come up to me and be like yeah i i totally hooked up with her and it'd be like a girl who's and i'd go ask her like yeah so you hooked up with him and she'd be like no i've never What's talked that? to him in my yeah life. <laughs> i don't understand how people could do that i don't it's, it's like, literally it's a mental disorder i think it's actually like something i brought it up to his parents and they just don't even know what to say i will they say know. Though, they're like they know yeah I, know. I will say i this weird time in my life when i was like 14 ish 15 around there i had to live in a trailer park uh in seattle area for a couple months, and there was this guy that would go around the trailer park. He's probably like 60, and you could tell he'd just been around the block. And he would tell everyone, I wrote Smells Like Team Spirit by Nirvana. I wrote it everywhere. That's all he would ever say. <laughs> and there's an interview of Kurt Cobain, I'm pretty sure, oh, yeah, no. saying... I, I don't even I don't even remember who wrote that. Some like random dude I was hanging out with one night gave me the idea for that. And like Whoa. and I'm like, wait, was that the guy that actually wrote also, the biggest song in ever? the in the Nirvana documentary, they're like, I I don't even know why people like it so much. We literally just stole the chords from this other song. And it's like the exact <laughs> same song. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that you, you met the real writer of smells <laughs> like Teen Spirit in a trailer park in Seattle. <laughs> I mean, they are from Seattle, so it does it add sense. up. Sense, yeah. sense, man. That's, That's crazy. Dude, they're only like a couple miles away from like our old Aberdeen. Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. They turned his house this summer officially into like a historical monument. And oh, you can like yeah. go Half inside of our family it. lived in Washington. That's actually how we met Drew. It's yeah. like we yeah. lived in California. So we moved to Washington. We met Drew. And so right next to the spot in Washington where we lived, that's where like Nirvana came out of Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam, yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. A lot of the grunge scene, for yeah. sure. Yeah. What well, was known for that? Yeah. And the flannel shirts. Oh, the flannel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of wearing flannel shirts today. Really? Oh, this would have been a perfect day for flannel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not <laughs> outside. It's hot out, man. Dude, I thought Chicago was like supposed to be cold. I forgot that it gets crazy in the cold in the winter. I think last time we were here, both times it was winter. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, Chicago's all over the place. Like today it can be a hundred and tomorrow it'll be fifty. Uh, wow. Because we got the lake. Yeah. yeah and the lake yeah. changes everything. It's like when you're on, you know, on the uh, you know, out in the coast there, yeah. when you're playing on the beach, Yo, the cool breeze will is come it in. True that, that lake is so big that it has swells. You can surf Lake Ontario, I think. One of my friends says, Can I you surf one. that lake? Yeah, they're 100 foot waves. Shut no, the hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen some like five footers. <laughs> they're Someone making a movie told me about that, it. And I'm like, it's very. <laughs> no, I'm serious. My my homie James that I met in Costa Rica. No, Lake Ontario. Okay, but what about Lake, is lake, lake Michigan? When it's really windy and crummy, but. Yeah. Uh, the you one know. that faces. Oh, it's Lake Toronto. Is that one? No. I don't know. I will say I was here. Uh, I was here in 2019 <laughs> when that huge uh, cold storm came through, uh-huh. and it was crazy. The wind. It was like I don't know. I don't remember what the wind chill was. It was it's ins- terrible. It was wind chill is the worst. Oh, it's gotta be my yeah. least favorite weather condition. Yeah, it was. It's well, there goes terrible. your Antarctica tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like like Lord just did. Group of yeah. have you seen that? No. Uh, the artist Lord, she just went down to Ant- Antarctica like for two years or something, wow. and then and yeah, just lived yeah. and chilled. Lived yeah. with now she's writing songs about the sun, <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. I want sun. Yeah, literally. She really did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like hard to get down there because it's, oh, yeah. yeah. And so she, so she just was like, all right, I made it. I'm one of the biggest artists in the world. I'm super rich. I want to live in Antarctica. Yeah. She just wanted to experience Fuck it and yeah. like learn about global what the hell? and stuff. And then she came back and she's like, I hate the winter. <laughs> I hate the cold. And then she's singing about the sun. And stuff. Wow. That's badass. That's amazing. Man. All right. But, what are we going to do? Dude. We're going to go walk across Antarctica. What? Have you ever seen the people that <laughs> no. do that? No. Dude, they barely ever make it. And if they do, they say that you're just 
weeping, crying the whole time because you're so alone. And you're just (laughs) like, that's the point, though. It's like facing the abyss and just trudging. Well, with global warming, it's going to be the new Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we'll all be going down there to hang out and and have a good time, catch some waves. And and she's going to have all this land that she bought. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And Lord's going to be the. Like, you know, I got it for like 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) That's what she was really doing down there. Land grabbing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like they did in California in the early days, you know. Oh, my gosh, dude. I was thinking about that. The people that did that in California are so rich. And Hawaii. Yeah. I remember a friend of mine bought a, like, for $60,000, overlooked everything, and he sold it for like $3 million. Yeah. yeah. And it was a dump. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, But the view. Yeah. yeah. But the view. (laughs) You know, but that's, that happens all over the place, you know. It's like even in Chicago here, uh, when I first moved downtown, uh, not many people wanted to live downtown in a high rise. Right, right. And it was like oh, you'd see now, the lake and everything. Now it's all buildings. All you want is that high rise apartment. With yeah. yeah, it's so a shame too with this pandemic. There are so many classic places that aren't in business anymore. Right. Yeah. And you yeah, see all these vacant signs, and the landlords cannot wait to to uh, rip it all apart and put all the love and care that went into that place they just tear it out they don't care it's really a shame we're seeing that in la a lot too just like the local spots are just getting destroyed right now and like i have a couple coffee shops that i really love that i'm like just trying to go to to support as much as possible because like realistically they're if they don't make it it's just going to become a starbucks or a you know it's going to be big, up to music. The big James. And your yeah. musicians. <laughs> yeah. We. To save these places. Exactly. We must write a song exactly. to save, the world. Song and save the world. Music is the weapon of the future. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's really cool about music? It's the universal language. Yes. From the rightest of the right to the leftest of the left and everything in between. That's right. Everybody can relate to these different songs. Yes. And that's what brings people together so that's why music is so therapeutic and that, and as yeah. you already know because you're saving lives right away you know right yeah, now yeah, absolutely <laughs> our mom always used to tell us that the universal language uh when we were just growing up and it was just like it's, it really is everybody as soon as what you put on she a, say, uh, a song with our, a good beat you can dance to our it mission you, statement was to heal broken hearts yeah. And free the oppressed, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's freaking powerful. That was, there's another dude. lyric for a song. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a Bible verse. Actually, their moms have uh, brought yeah. that to the table. Yeah, yeah. She's so when your parents were uh, doing composing, was just your pa- father? Or uh, it's my mom too, actually. Oh, really? Our, our mom. Yeah. She actually, that's how they met. That's my they mom met. and him were both going for the same film in college. And what my film mom, was that? Dude, it was, uh, no it was uh, sorry, what's the name of it? Uh, something with the flies. It's not Lord of the Flies. Not, not Lord no. of the Flies. It was, uh, I can't remember the name right now. But my mom ended up actually getting it, which is ironic because my dad wow. is now doing film composing full time. Has he done um, some major films? He's done some pretty big stuff. He did, uh, what was it, Starship Troopers 2, wow. second movie. That was really cool. Um, and really great. His company, though, I mean, besides, like, he, he works on, like, so many films, yeah. um, doing, like, all sorts of, you know, studio work and recording people and yeah. conducting and stuff. Like, I mean, he, he's working on Fast and the Furious and all that stuff right now. Like, yeah. And he also has a, he has, like, a, a, a record label that he started where they re record old film scores wow. with high quality, big uh, orchestras and, so that's really cool, and a lot of people really love what he does with that, and he conducts it and all that. Wow, too. it's so important. Yeah, it is it because really if is. you got the best film, the soundtrack, and it's it's like there, but you don't really notice it, but it's there when you uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's doing a lot of the the films from like the way back from the 30s, 40s, um, where like you know the sound recordings just weren't great at the time, and like you know bringing those to life with yeah. modern, modern. He's got a total cult following too. They'll. They'll freak out over him like like as if they're like like the yeah, girls yeah. do with us. A real a real fan base. It's really cool. Well, that shows you. Now, are you guys gonna start doing film? I've actually I just did a short film. Yeah. Uh it's called Touched. It's gonna be in a film festival um in October. Wow. Did yeah. you act in it? And- I didn't act in it, just did a the the film score. Uh-huh. So um, I was in a movie once. He was in a movie. What movie was that? Uh, it's called uh, Ice Cream in the Cupboard, uh-huh. and I play the boyfriend, and I literally just go like, 
yeah, babe, no, let's let's go to Hawaii and like go hike. <laughs> That's all I said. <laughs> nice. I nailed it. Well, I think you're going some somewhere with that one. Dude, everyone was like, bro, you did so good in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was only three seconds, but it was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what the girls always say to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> So we have some more songs of yours that we can play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, was it The End of the Summer? What's the name of that one? End of uh, Summer. Yeah, end of Summer. End of Summer. Yeah, yeah, tell us about that one. Uh, that one was... Because uh, that's where sort of we are right now. I know, yeah. It's really a shame because, you know, it's spring and you look forward to summer. And when you were younger, summer like I was came. younger, <laughs> it like summer took forever, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Now it's like, wait, it's over? Yeah. yeah. It literally like I feel like summer goes. never happened this year. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. It was um, hot, but like nothing was happening. Like mm-hmm, no one did mm-hmm. anything. Do we even do anything fun? Like, what do you yeah, do? I had a fucking best oh. summer ever, bro. <laughs> oh, you've been at the summer. lake all summer, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're in a different. You're in a different boat there. Yeah. Do you have a boat and stuff? Uh, I have friends. You know, friends that have boats and uh-huh. stuff. And yeah. Yeah, it's summer's treated me very well. For well, sure. that's good. Yeah. You know, the, you know, you got to take advantage of this stuff while you while you can. You know, because the older you get, you're going to be doing more and more work. You're going to be composing films and taking over what your father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, that's so inspirational. Like when you said your, your parents were making music and stuff, my aunt and uncle were Felice and Boodle O'Brien okay, and they cool. did all the Everly Brothers songs. Wow. And uh, I remember they'd come over late at night and they'd smoke pot and they'd uh-huh. be uh, <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> playing their guitars and stuff. And it was so inspirational to hear that. Of course. You know? Yeah. And of course, then there's parts of the family, like my parents were going, they should get real jobs and they stay up all night and all they want to do is like, but they met because of music yeah. the same way your parents did. Wow. It so just shows cool. you how important music is in people's lives. Yeah, you know? it really Absolutely. is. I mean, for me personally too, I mean, I just, I would always turn to music if I, if I was having a rough time, bad day or a good time, having a great day. Yeah. Always music. There's some, something for every moment that's going on, you know? Um, so how do you guys write your songs? Let's see. It kind of happens differently with every song. We uh, Sometimes it's all three of us in the room. Sometimes one of us will bring an idea to, to the table, and then uh, we, the others just kind of jump in. Some songs are fully written by one of us, and then the others just, you know, yeah. sing in. And, yeah, fill in. So, Do you jam a lot? Like, just down and just, like screw around and yeah ad lib and just year we've you know. jammed a lot more yeah. and do you tape those feeling like a great band yeah yeah we've been we taping actually have it. been yeah recording some of that and that is where i i find that the most fun yeah we actually have our most recent single eyes wide open was the last song that we wrote together recently and uh it was super fun we just got in the studio started messing around jamming on chords wes was playing drums um and it kind of just fell together like super quick and natural and um yeah it was really cool just like all three of us in the room going for five or six hours and then the song was done how many instruments do you all play a lot we all can kind of play just the basic like drums bass guitar piano keaton shreds piano for sure yeah. too um and, and i also produce the music um engineer and produce we all kind of produce it together but do you have I, your own studio yeah yeah out in la yeah. i've got my own studio what kind of equipment do you have is all uh yeah lots of just like analog equipment i have a an apollo interface that i love and like some some hardware that i that i use and a manly microphone that i use for our recordings uh, for our vocals and uh have yeah. you gotten any sponsors for that yet? Like microphone sponsors? Um, yes. Or? Uh, actually, Lewitt Microphones. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're an Austrian company. I freaking They're love Lewitt. So awesome. Lewitt is amazing. See, now this is good. So that, uh, yes, yeah. look, we mentioned your microphones that no one's heard of. Bro, yes. I will praise Lewitt And forever. it's amazing how some of these products are like, I remember when Neumann came out. Right, it was right. sort of, you know, and then like my mic here is a Sennheiser. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, I like, well, those are Sures over there, but. You and I are on Sennheisers. The Sennheisers are amazing. And these are 30-year-old microphones. So, wow. Yeah. Nice. These are the classics. Yeah. There's something, you know, I, I went to first Lollapalooza with these. Really? No yeah. And wow. I'm like, like talking. And you know how you get at a festival and you're like a foot away? 
I can't hear anything these people are saying. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And I came back, and with these mics, it sounded like nobody was there, of and course. I had a hearing problem. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. You know? So, That's so Yeah, no, it's so important. And yeah, Lewitt, I actually found out about them from a producer we were working with um, who did all like the One Direction stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, they're so amazing, and they've been really great. And uh that's one yeah. of the best. Uh, I actually have a microphone that I love from them that is not working currently. Uh-oh. One of the two just went out in it, uh-huh. so I got to get a new one. Now, but. do you carry your own mics on tour? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to be, you know, the, you don't want to be using somebody else's mic. You know, no, when you first yeah. started out, right? You're yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Keaton's so. always decking out the mics. Yeah, like yeah. I've got our whole tap. system. I, I'm bringing a, a whole X32 rig where, with our in ear monitor system and. I've got a full-on gear setup. So. See, you, you realize how monitors are so important after that crappy show where you couldn't hear anything. Yep, yeah. And Howard Stern's going, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> sound, exactly. Getting the sound right is so... It means yeah. so much. You know, and oh, a lot yeah. of times when you're open for other bands, they don't care about your sound. Oh, of course. It's all yeah. about the main band. Right. You know? That's why yeah. we we that's why we have Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> we don't worry. And honestly, when that's, Keaton is that's there. why we travel with everything we need. We travel with the my, every microphone we need, all the cables we need. And extra too. So and extra case, of yeah. course. Yeah. And uh yeah, and the whole system. The, are you our, recording our, your live performances too? We actually are not. We should be. You though. should start doing that. I, because I have full capability to. And multi-track it so you got it all. Yeah. And then you're going to find that you could put out an album. Yeah. Of just live material. Here we are at the whatever and whatever city. Or you know what? Yeah, we should actually do that. I only have one laptop with me that's running our tracks right now. So Normally we'd need have to two get in case one kicks off. Well, you should laptop. have three laptops. Yeah. One for a backup. Yep. And then the one to record. Yeah. And, and the then, one for track. So you have three that can rotate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's really like the best best case especially you know bands that go out where all your tracks are on the one computer oh yeah and it's yeah. in sound check everything's working great and then you get to and the show it, and it go <laughs> yeah that's always the worst we try to be you know prepared enough to it if that did happen we would be okay because we're still rocking amps and uh a drum kit up there yeah um so worst case we could still just play the yeah, show worst case it. we could <laughs> still go old school just drums bass guitar you know, I remember we were at the Metro and uh, I forgot, I think it was Stabbing Westward we had on, on, on our show. Oh, yeah. And uh, the power went out. Oh, man. Yet they kept going. Oh, really? In the dark. And it was so cool. Wow. Yeah. That's the awesome. Amps, so the amps were still working, but the lights went out? Or no, probably just acoustic, power, right? So it was like acoustic. Oh, yeah. wow, wow. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if that happened wow. to us, we'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, Grab we would. Grab an acoustic guitar and just jam you should plan that in the show a fake power outage <laughs> that would actually be super cool whoa everyone would freak out and just flip the breaker just turn everything off and, and have then... some weird guy wander around just as a prop you know yeah, like yeah yeah it's like trying to fix things like, this is howard stern jr here <laughs> <laughs> howard stern jr., yeah. and he's doing our sound and working on the lights and stuff you know yeah. that's amazing yeah so i uh, well that's good i'm glad you're doing all this now you have yeah. one more song with another video well you have so many songs so yeah it's a th- what's a thousand miles is called oh, three thousand miles three thousand yeah. miles yeah. yeah dreaming of a place that's three thousand miles away feels like it's forever seems like yesterday yeah that's our, our ballad song um that's one where all the people put the lighters. The phone, the oh, phone yeah. Light up. oh yeah. Oh, I forgot. I phone know. lighters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's the phone lights. Every once in a while, you'll still see a lighter come out during that song, which is really cool. And like, yeah, honestly, it gives such a nicer feeling with the lighter because it's that warm yellow light, not the bright yeah, white. Really. But it gets so hot on your fingers. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. people are burning themselves. It's dangerous. Yeah. And all that butane and stuff in there is, you know, it Probably can get not. in your lungs. Probably yeah. not great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a liability. But yeah, that one's always, that always goes over really well with the fans and uh, it's a nice moment during the set too. That's a special song. Yeah. Wow. This is so much fun. You having fun here? Yeah, this I is know, amazing. This is great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I just so I just talk and you know do my thing. I don't like okay. doing. I hate when you got the host that got the questions. Have you had some of that Dude, already? We were just talking about this with another interviewer. Yeah, have you heard of the Frickin' Frack show? No, they're they're the like Frickin' Frack show. Frickin Frack show. <laughs> they're like a new. They're a new uh, newer uh, interview uh, duo Podcast. that just started up. But they were so cool because we just we had an hour long and we just hung out. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any, they had like a couple plan questions that they did want to ask, but they weren't like the, the normal 
oh, what's your favorite color? Or, you know, who's your celebrity who, secret? Who, yeah, who's your celebrity <laughs> crush? Or what, you know, like yeah. there's always like the the, the generic, you know, it's nice when they can be able to just riff and yeah. like naturally go with the flow. That's Some people tough. don't have that talent and they need the questions for structure and direction. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I get that. But it's always like it's it's nice if you know they they dig deeper and try to find questions that are a little more exciting and yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead of like, like Drew, will you lift your shirt up for us? Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while we get one of those. Oh, like, oh my god. That. Every <laughs> time. And like it was like funny at first, but then after like a year and a half of that type of stuff, you're like, all right, this is driving me crazy. We don't do porn anymore. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We don't need to do that anymore. That's on our OnlyFans. No, but it's also like if you asked a random person to do that, that'd be so uncomfortable. Like, you just went up to someone and was like, will you lift your shirt up? That'd be so weird. Yeah, that is really weird. But yeah, it's nice to just be able to hang and... Although I got in trouble for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah at, at, at Lollapalooza, uh, I'd be uh, shooting the camera, and these girls were like... Oh, uh-oh. You uh-oh. Know, yeah, uh, flashing the camera. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, and then all of a sudden, all these guys, ooh, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the band got mad at us. I think it was Soul Asylum that... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, they got we got mad at you. They got mad at you for... Get that camera guy off stage, because he's the crowd, because they go JBTV. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, stuff like that. Whoa. It's like, you know, we're like the stars here. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? wow. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, that was like crazy. I'm going like, you know, I didn't even... I'm just shooting the camera. Right. I, I, I do everything. Yeah, yeah. I like running the camera and yeah. editing and, and nice. doing all the things. That's yeah, kind of like us. Yeah, we're, I mean, especially. Multi-talented because yeah. you get all these different people doing stuff. It's better to know what's going on. Yeah, so, I, you know, I, I, I think, I've learned this lesson so many times. I, I have people like edit videos for me or something. And I, I always have a million notes and stuff. And it's just like, bro, all right. Give me the footage. I'm just. Gonna oh, so you edit, edit your own videos too? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Edit our own videos. We we. And you shot them really well. You like didn't do it cheap. You had a decent camera. Yeah, yeah. We have we we, we try to get the nicest you know equipment we can, but um, yeah, just trying to be as self sufficient as possible. Especially like you said, because when you do hire someone on, then you know the job's getting done correctly. You know how hard it is. So if you're paying them a decent amount of money you know, it's worth that, you know, um, amount and it's, you know, going towards the right things. Um, well, that's great. Hands on. Boy, you're, you're, you kind of have to be, I mean, if you want it done the way you want it, you got to do it with technology. It's made it a lot easier, I think for, you know, bands or, or individuals to do stuff on their own. But, um, yeah, it's nice to be able to, well, I, I'm so impressed with you guys. You're, you're so talented Got everything going for you. Do you have any tattoos? This guy does. This yeah. guy's all covered Who's up. I'm, you know, I'm not going to ask you to show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go straight to, <laughs> straight to straight to. All right. Take it <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, got a bunch of tattoos. Uh, some of them are good. Some of them are really, really bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> like done. In not the really in, any in between either. They're either like really good or really complete good. shit. Yeah. Well, it's an art in itself. Exactly. And you don't really know what you want until you get it. And then you realize, well, maybe I should have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's there's, on there? I mean, that's what's kept me from not getting it, is that there's so many stories of people going like, ah, yeah, I just I wish it was a little, little different. Well, especially yeah. if you like, put a girlfriend's fuck. name on there Uh-oh, yeah. or yeah. something stupid. Yeah. And like years later, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I had a yeah. fan tell me the day before yesterday in D.C. that she was getting a portrait of my face on her thigh. Oh yeah. Wow. She and pulled up the photo and everything. It's oh, a great yeah, picture, but I don't know. It's crazy that she part of me was like, do it. That's awesome. And then a part of me was like, don't actually do that. Like, that's <laughs> like are you ever going to get married oh, or anything? Like, like what your is your boyfriend going to think like, when he's like doing that things? terrible. <laughs> Wow. That there's this like staring me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I Especially in that area. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's uh, like, hey, dude, like looking straight at it. That's <laughs> some serious business, right there. <laughs> That was because that's the divorce, right? Oh, man. Yeah. I love you, dear, but that damn tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go. Sorry, I just can't have it. That's so wow. funny. Well, that shows you, you know, fans, they, yeah. they take you to such an extreme. Yeah. And the same thing with your music. Like, the older you get, you're going to want to change it up a little bit. Of course. Yeah. And then the problem is they grew up with the original version. Right, yeah. 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 So 
you know, you're yeah, sort of yeah, stuck definitely. with it. Yeah, we're yeah. actually uh, thinking of re-recording a ton of our old stuff and, uh, you know, like remastering it, re-putting it out. Um, so it's, I'm curious to see yeah, how the, they're going to react to the it. The album, Nothing to Lose, um, that we did with like the Columbia Records and stuff, thinking about reproducing that just like our style because there's a lot of good songs on there that never really got the juice that they deserved. Yeah. And, and so, it's stuck with the, you have your own record company now, right? Yeah, You're, yeah, exactly. So it's like, if you, you, you can't sell that, if you make it over. Right. We can kind of, it's do yours. Well, we exactly. can pretty much just play what we play in our live set. Yeah. Like, yeah. And just track it a few times live. And then, see, that's why you got to tape live. Over. Yeah. You got to start doing that. I, I think I'm going to start doing that. I just need to get, uh, he has a computer on the tour with us that I could actually go. Well, there's an Apple store down to, the block. So. I know. Yeah. Go pick one up. Honestly, get a nice new one. You yeah. guys can afford it. Yeah. So. yeah Honestly, go we might as well. I mean, yeah. At this point, It'd be, it would be really good to have that. And it's so easy with the X32. Yeah. Oh, it's so easy. Just plug it in. It's yeah. Recording. Yeah. That's it. Wow. And it's uh, awesome. Then you got a live album. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. And we, you can feature like all the these different places album. you've been throughout the world. Yep. And go, and here's this performance here. From this exclusive. Place. Yeah. The same thing when you go to radio and stuff. It'd probably be cool if you had one or two cuts that you could I just give that to that station. Doing that right. Just, for their city. Yeah. That's actually really smart. Versus trying to play live in the studio and stuff. Which of course. Is, you know, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, plan, let's plan to have that done in LA. Cool. And let's then we can use some of those tracks on like the actual records like yeah. rush well you put out we an did album that extended that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly do the full length uh, have you done album. vinyl yet no that so that's something we were just talking about we really want to get a vinyl made um of our new record and some of the old ones it'd be really awesome yeah because vinyl's just really coming back these guys are in their own world. Over I know there. they're. Uh, What's <laughs> you got our, <laughs> you got our mental cogs rolling. Here. Good, ready to go. Good. If I've influenced you that way, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. Because it means a lot. It means yeah. a lot to your career to have this stuff. Of course, you can't. You can never have enough stuff. No, yeah. It's like when you edit a video, right? You're like going. Darn! If I just had two more shots, yep. yeah, that's always yeah. what happens. That's why you, you got ten shoot. hours of footage, yep. and you never have enough. Well, and if you're tracking live, it's like the two birds and with one stone thing. You're like, well, we might as well just do it here instead of in the studio. Yeah, yeah. So you, can you can always overdub, overdub too. Yeah, yeah, we record things if needed, and you know, tighten it up if, it, if anything goes wrong or whatever. But yeah. plus, it sells. You know, when, in all these different locations you're at. It shows the historical nature of these clubs that you play at. Absolutely, yeah. And, and the time frame. Absolutely, because like, you know, a lot of those places are shutting down too. You it's know? a shame. Like out in LA, there's a place, the Satellite, that I really loved. I wanted to play it, uh, and we never got to, and it shut down. And House of Blues off House Sunset. House of Blues off Sunset. It's got that me. one was like, we everyone to, was like, wait, what? We only like, played the upstairs room in that one. Yeah, and we didn't lounge. get to play the main room, so I'm, I'm bummed we missed that one. Oh, wow. That was like right after like, uh, it closed right before x factor like literally a week or two like yeah it sucks at history yeah no one cares yeah it's no. like oh it's gonna be a condo now like my right. studio i used to have a studio right next door here yeah that we could have had an actual performance with you guys oh man and uh which i've done you know yeah. because it's so hard to go as you know on a, uh, at a venue and shoot it of course yeah. the venue wants money uh-huh you've got to do six or seven cameras yeah it gets it's so complicated you set up at 10 in the morning you're out at one in, at night I mean, in yeah, the morning. we, just, we yeah. just filmed a live show and it, it costs like 17 grand yeah yeah like, that's was, cheap yeah and, yeah and that's on the desk yeah, it's still, on the cheap it's for the crew and the cameras and everything it's, yeah and it's it's just crazy. Yeah, that's without the cost of the venue, which was right. like another. Yeah, yeah, that was with a lot of like favors. Did you have a jib arm and stuff? Uh, yeah, we did. Those mean so much. I, yeah. I love running a jib arm. Oh, yeah. Because especially if you're in the center, yeah, yeah. you can get the full feel of the place. Right, right. Yeah, and you yeah. can go low and get the audience, you know, yeah, with those yeah. shots and everything. Exactly. As you guys are out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good feeling. When you see that camera swoop into, like, it's such a good, good shot. Yeah. And you can do that now with little cameras. Yep. With uh, these little uh, handheld stabilizers. Yeah, yeah. I actually have one. I have the Ronin stabilizer the Ronin? with like. I got the Manfrotto. Ah, uh, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're both good. They're both the, good, the problem, yeah. though, that people do with those things is they try to do too much. Of course, yeah. It's you, like. It's just good for stabilizing. That's all. You just need smooth, easy. Slow. You don't yeah. have to be fast. Everybody right. thinks you're shooting. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's for specific things you might want to do that. But yeah, it's like. 
You can vary speed if you need to. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So give it some more movement. Wow. Well, I'm glad you had a chance to come down to our studio. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. My home studio in the middle of COVID is yes. totally crazy. Dude, this is awesome here. This, is this doesn't even look like a house studio. Yeah. Yeah. It feels so well, good. Well, I had man. to do something, you know. Nice. You got Fallout Boy on the back there. Yeah. We were the first to put them on TV. Really? Before they were signed. Like when you guys. What? We're, yeah. doing, a, we're doing a cover of Sugar We're Going Down tonight. Oh, yeah, that's we've been great. playing that. It's been going They're over. such good guys. Yeah. And uh, I remember they made a home video that they did, and then they got signed to the record company. The record company says, nah, you got to spend 60 grand to make a real video. Of course, always. And the first video was so cool because it was their video. And it didn't have all that, you know. Yeah. The song is same. <laughs> right. Yeah. The song's the same. But, you know, they had to pay for it. It's yeah. like, you think, oh, I got this big record deal. Right. Now I'm And good, we're making these but... expensive videos. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. We're not making any money on these tours. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you're paying for it. Dude. You're paying for everything. Yeah. And you're doing it the right way. Yeah. You're doing it your way. Yeah. Uh, you're doing your own, your, your hands-on. So you, you're controlling your image. Yeah. And everything that's so cool yeah and when we do you know hopefully you know if we do sign with another record label it'll be a a really good partnership, good partnership where we're mm-hmm. working together making sure that everything's happening the right way and for the right reason are there any a and r people left anymore that that go out and like try there, to find there are yeah it's uh i think it's hard to find the good ones though there's a lot still out there that um think they're good a and r's and they really don't know what they're doing but there there still are some good ones out there that that really know what they're doing and try to find you know really talented people and i think a lot of new ars are trying to capitalize on social media yeah, too much yeah it's so focused around social it's media it's really focused that... on social media and that stuff just doesn't really translate the way you think it would no. uh to a, a well look at you guys you're playing concert. on the beach right yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. what was your social media like back then yeah it was <laughs> 100 nothing. million followers <laughs> right yeah exactly so it's 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 crazy it doesn't mean anything and no. a lot of social media is fake right where you know like i get all the time like i like our fans are our fans right you know, but they'll say, you know, we'll we'll increase you by thirty thousand, like for uh, sure money, right? Yeah. But who wants those fans? No, yeah, they're, they're, they're not real. You, you need to have organic fans, and so that's where, like, I mean, a lot of these people that have millions of followers can't go and sell tickets or get people to a concert or anything. Yeah, um, their, their just show is on social media. Yeah, it's not exclusive. And that's totally okay. That's like their, if that's what they do, that's the thing. But I think a lot of these new ARs think that it's going to translate to streaming numbers or you yeah. know record sales or things like that. And then but, they'll just pour money into the these projects and give these like $10 million advances for these Instagram models or whatever. And then the records come out sounding overly produced and, and just too generic great with a committee right everything's yeah. a committee oh we're gonna focus group the song the lyrics and you know when you and were then moving there's around just no identity <laughs> right. yeah. and then no one the music is such a reflection of like sincere sincerity and authenticity and if that vibration isn't there and it's like you said this committee organized production then that sincerity doesn't translate and then people just don't buy it yeah and on the other side of that it's like if you do get a good team and a good a and r and like the money pushed behind it that energy all focused in the right way on a something that feels organic and true then it's magic and that's where i think you see the big stars come out and like magic moments happen um in in that so yeah we're, we're trying to find you know the right people to partner up with who are in it for the long haul aren't trying to just get a quick cash grab and are ready to like you know focus well, this if you got right a good way. record company they're there okay maybe a couple of albums you know there are many stars yeah that have done music yeah and their first album flopped right their second one didn't do that good yeah but the, the third or the, the fourth third. one just may have been the one they go yeah. because they're developing their sound exactly you know and, yeah uh what's that uh, country artist uh, who's like married to Gwen Stefani. Oh, Blake Blake Shelton. Yeah. He didn't blow up until his sixth studio album. Yeah, that happens for a lot of like, people. And yeah. I think it happens a lot when you, you know, either start independent and you do, you know, albums on your own where you figure out your sound, at, if you can record yourself and all that. And then you sign to a record label or, you know, you find a label who really believes in you and will go for the long haul yeah. and do you know like you're saying three albums four albums to like 
really develop that sound. Well, they're there for you versus exactly. trying to make money off you and drop yeah, the, you. The, yeah. the deals we've seen like thrown our way, like, oh, we're so interested. And then they'll lay out the deal and it's like, <laughs> yeah, they just like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like a slap in the it face. Really is, it's laughable. And it's like, you're better on your own. Yeah. We might yeah. as well just do it ourselves. And it's keep, not like, keep they, going and, it's also like, what really can you offer us that we one can't get ourselves or like grow ourselves yeah. or do ourselves like really what? Yeah. We're doing all the production. We have grade A equipment and engineers ourselves. Yeah. Like what else can you provide? Well, that's what the record company used to do. Yeah. Before yeah. everybody had a studio in their house. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like you can do it yourself. And so for me, it's the big thing is, you know, marketing and the money to really push your stuff out to the masses yeah, and get you but get you, you out can there more. tour and make your own money capital that way and just and then, yeah. run your own business and it's like exactly this is what we're doing, now. What we're doing now and then yeah you're on the right track yeah yeah i appreciate that that's awesome yeah i mean yeah if we could find that idealistic a partnership that we've been looking for which is probably around the corner somewhere then that'll be, that'll be great yeah but, but if we're right not, now we're still cruising and yeah doing it ourselves you want to do some collaboration with other artists 100 yeah, percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anybody you're uh ready to Let's see. Um, Freaking. Uh, I mean, I Travis Barker. Oh, Travis Barker. Having him really drum cool. on a song for us would be sick. Because we don't like have a you know drummer in the band. We're, we're just up front, and we hire so a drummer on collab. I think yeah, for really like cool. an album or or an EP or something with him would be. Yeah. Would be yeah, he's great. We shot fit. them uh, Blink 182 at uh, Tweeter Center in uh, really yeah nice. Nice. suburbs Chicago for MTV. Oh hell yeah. I mean, I hate MTV. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. they're like our competition. But they hired right. us. We did the first HD concert with them. Okay. And uh, MTV goes, well, they got to say happy birthday for our twentieth. And Whoa. I guess they weren't excited about that. And uh -oh. it's amazing how I go in as JBTV and I had a different attitude. Yeah. When we went in as helping J uh, MTV, it was like a whole different attitude really like you're the corporate and oh wow. you know it's like woodstock 99 the way they were oh, sure, being yeah, treated yeah. there you know i've oh, heard man. that that festival was like a total shit show yeah. porter potties on fire but what? was it deftones that like played in the rain and they had that iconic mud mosh pit <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that looked pretty honestly when I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers perform and Flea was butt ass naked and they were playing <laughs> so giveaway, like, and I was probably like Rockstar seven years old or something. I, I saw it on the TV. My mom was vacuuming and I was just like, what is this? Like they're just letting their freak flags fly right now. Like I want in on this. What is this rock and roll shit? And yeah, Woodstock 99 was definitely a pivotal, like, but MTV was there changing. shooting that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, it, it just shows you, though, you know, uh, how things change. Yes. And stuff. Absolutely. It's a shame that a music network doesn't play music. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, now and, it's just uh, a, what's that show? They had that like, show. Like, cancel uh, that. Cancel that. Show scrub that whole program. It's, it's like all the time. It's all the time. That's the only thing they have on there. And then they like, have some crappy, like MTV uh, where they show like stupid it's stuff. It's just ridiculous. And then they have like MTV day. like music branch on like sub channels where they do actually they, do play do it, but they're like I used to like, like no 120 minutes with Matt Pinfield when he did it. Yeah. And uh they were playing and discovering music. Yeah, right. Because all those people used to be radio people. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then they decided like, oh, we need good looking, you know, like the turn into the fast food fashion show yeah. type of thing. Yeah, and yeah. That'll read the teleprompter, you uh -huh. know. Right, exactly. Coming up here on TRL. Yeah, yeah. Emblem three. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The <laughs> and, and then they just play a little snippet of your music. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's just, like we got to play the whole thing. But anyhow, enough yeah, of that. Yeah, this is JBTV. JBTV. <laughs> Thirty-seven right. years of great music, great yes. artists throughout all of it. I've had such Ooh. an honor to be interviewing great bands like you guys. Thank you so and, much. And uh, you have such a future ahead of you. And you're going to write a few new songs, right, Absolutely. from this interview already. Oh yeah, yeah bro. You're going to tape shows. That I inspired you to uh, tape live shows and have a live... Hey, we're going to hijack a radio station. Oh, that, that <laughs> yeah, could yeah. be the video. Yeah, we'll jump in here and, and take over. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. The station should be, like, automated. 
Right, right. Yeah. So you come in, go like, where is everybody? Yeah, it's just there's this all <laughs> well, it's all on this computer. Yeah, the here. computer's <laughs> taking over. Yeah, it's like how <laughs> you, you come in, you come in, put your console down, put your microphones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That'd be awesome. <laughs> We're taking over and do it for the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this has been great having you guys here. It's been such a pleasure. You're such great uh, talents. You're going places. I mean, you've already been places, but I mean, you really have a career ahead of you and. Uh, uh, it's so great that your parents are in the music and everything. It's, uh, you know, families that are that do music together, stay, stay together. together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if they have an argument, they'll just make a song out of it. Yeah, there you exactly. Go. And then you make a song for the makeup time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having us. This has been great. Yeah, it's, yeah, been, it's awesome. been a pleasure. So Emblem 3 on this edition of JBTV from the heart of the Windy City, downtown Chicago. I'm Jerry Bryant saying bye-bye, stay high. and But, of course, keep on rocking and rolling with the best music, the best bands that are always right here on JBTV. There you go, the JBTV podcast, where we bring you the best music, the best interviews, and it's all unscripted and totally unrehearsed. Follow us on all the social media and spread the word. This is JBTV Music Television, the JBTV podcast. JBTV. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only. Right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar... You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.